everybody, and welcome back to the show, A Balanced Life for You, where you can design the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Rhonda Cimarelli. As a certified transformational coach and author, my goal is to inspire you and empower you with the tools necessary to help you live a life that you love. Be sure to connect with me in my Facebook group, Million Dollar Mompreneurs. We are creating financial success from home. Today on the show, I want to welcome back my friend, Holly Porter of Image Designers. And today, Holly and I will talk more about goal setting as well as a more in-depth look at how to succeed at the goal setting and achieving those goals, as well as some things that may trip you up and might just take you off track. That's definitely going to be a great year. Super. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, last week uh, when when I set my New Year's uh, goals up, we did our last episode, or I did my last episode. And one of the things that I had talked about was how to set goals. And I had read, and I've been applying this to my own business and my own personal goals, is to understand that, yeah, it's great to have a New Year's resolution and to find that momentum, you know, of how to keep going. And one of the tips that I heard that, you know, one of the things that keep people from failing really is they don't have a big enough why, you know, why are they setting the new year's resolution? And I know that setting goals for weight loss, for example, that seems to be top on everybody's uh, list of things to do for the new year. I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to get in shape or I'm going to do this and have you heard a lot of people talk about that so far? Every year, <laughs> right? <laughs> and what are some of the, the, the other goals that you hear people set? Oh, usually it's around weight and money, I would say, are the biggies, don't you think? And health. Uh, yeah, weight, money, and health. And with money, what do you hear a lot of? I think it's more um, goals of what they're going to reach and hit that are, that was better than before or different than before. So like adding income to, you know, having a higher, higher revenues. Well, and especially if they're entrepreneurs, because you know, if you're, if you're a nine to five, you pretty much your income set for you. If you're an entrepreneur, it's wide open. If you're a combo, you can make it whatever you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. So now I, I got I have my own perspective with entrepreneurs and what I've seen. Um, but what I'd love to know from your perspective, um, the people that you've worked with and been around, what do you see as some of the biggest challenges that they have with, well, let's just talk about money for a minute. What do you see as one of the biggest challenges that they have? With money? Oh, so if it's an entrepreneur, you know, you're sometimes you're dependent a little bit on other people for your income, uh, your resources to get, you know, if it's clients that you need, you're going to be dependent on them, on them and whether you have them or not. And so I think if you have a money goal, I think you need a whole plan. Like something, something that I've had taught to me was not just the why when you mentioned it, but the what, how, who, and then the why plan of the goal. So if you have all those components in that goal, then you're not sabotaging yourself as easy. As easy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's a whole mindset thing. I don't know if we have time for that one today. Yes. Well, all right. So let me ask you this. What would be an example of, all right, I think I wrote them down, not just the goal, but the what, how, and who. Is that right? Okay. So, okay. So what? So what goal do you want and have it like very realistic, specific details? Specific is such a key word when you're talking about patient goals anything that you're creating, be specific. Yes, definitely. Well, you know, uh, and just to kind of chime in with that, the specific, that's what I find when I talk to my clients, you know, I'll say, well, what, what are your goals? I want more money. I said, okay, here's, here's the deal. Hold out your hand and they'll hold out their hand. I go, here's a penny. Ah, You have more money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How much more money? That's the, well, and I tell a funny story about a girl who wanted to manifest a family man she wanted to marry somebody and that was a family man. Well, she found this guy, started dating him and about six months into the relationship. She found out he was a family man already married with a couple kids. <laughs> and oh, so gosh. she didn't, she wasn't specific that she needed someone who had the aspirations to be a family man. Not that he already was. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Be specific. Very important. <laughs> All right. So we want to be specific. How much money do you want to manifest? Is that right? Yeah. So yeah. How will you achieve it? So if it's money, yes. How much, how, how are you going to get that? Do you need five more clients, 10 more clients? Do you need, you know, um, a side job? I mean, what is it you need? What's your plan? All right. And when it comes to making those plans, uh, you, you and I have talked a lot about this. It's, if you're going to do the same thing that you did last year and the year before and the year before evaluate where that's gotten you so far, because you may need a different plan. That's the definition of insanity. (laughs) Duh. I know I lived many years of insanity going, I'm going to get it this year. We're going to hit it this time. We're going to get from point A to point B. And I kind of write about that in my book too. And you're right. That is insanity. So the how, um, and if you're, you're stuck or if you find yourself evaluating, you know, uh, or reliving, let's, let's do it that way. If you're reliving 2017 goals and 16 goals, yeah. uh, why not reach out to someone who has done it? You know that they have achieved the same goals that you're working on. And this could be for those true um, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs. It could also be for those women or men. And, you know, network marketing too, right? Well, yeah. I, I always say quit talking to people that are less successful than you are if you want financial information. <laughs> I mean, there is wisdom, yes, in some things people can share, mm-hmm. but they can believe it. But how much do they believe it if they're not achieving it? So quit taking advice from someone that is less financial from than you. Exactly. That's true for everything in life, isn't it? If we want to... Yeah. If we want to grow in any field, um, that's right. Take it, take advice and follow those who have achieved the goals that you're working on. And one more thing I would add to the how, you know, make sure you have, first of all, an achievable date for that goal. Don't sabotage yourself. You know, you can have big dreams and aspirations, but put a date next to it. So maybe your G, uh, your date, I mean, your goal is not going to be achievable in 2018. Maybe you have a one, three, five-year, 10-year plan for it. Mm. And that's the part about being specific. Because if you sabotage yourself from the get-go 
and you're not that way, then you get discouraged. And then do you really think you're going to accomplish whatever it is you want? Right. And, you know, if we could even break that down to, because I know a lot of uh, people who listen to this show are, um, maybe they haven't reached that six figure yet. Maybe we could talk a little bit about the person who aspires to be the entrepreneur or who has just started out. And, you know, you and I both know starting a new business, you're not making six figures right away. Right. If you are, God bless you. And if you are, God bless you, come share those secrets, right? Yeah. But, you know, and some never do. You know, they, they put that on their goal list every year with mm-hmm. no plan to achieve it. Right. And it's important to um, recognize where you are today. So if you are somebody starting out, because you and I both started businesses, let's be, like you said, realistic and specific. So maybe my first year goal is, um, yeah, ideally, I'd love to make a six figure income. However, you know, in the first six months, if I'm starting at zero, the first six months, maybe it's realistic to say, hey, you know, 20,000, right? Let's start with something smaller, more achievable yeah right and without setting yourself up for that failure exactly (laughs) um i i always look back and i think back to my network marketing days you know um i feel like the easiest part about that versus being uh, a true solo mompreneur is at least in network marketing your company has a business plan right right it's a business plan. It's laid out and it's pretty uh, usually state straightforward. If you want to achieve um, X, Y, Z, you just need to do A, B, C. And, you know, when you're first starting out, look at those plans. And here's where I see a lot of people fail because they do set themselves up for that uh, disappointment. They right. say, okay, I'm going to do A, B, C and it's going to require uh, they don't. They don't take into consideration how much time it's really going to take. They don't take into consideration um, travel time. They don't take into consideration. All right, I got to contact uh, five people a day, five days a week, so it's twenty-five people. But they don't have five people a day to start off with. Yes. <laughs> right. Right. You go. Oh, I could do that. But in reality, do we even have five contacts? to start out with. So if we were to switch that around to the mompreneur, solopreneur, you know, what kind of um, sabotage, you know, self-sabotage could you see somebody potentially setting themselves up for? Um, I think just being unrealistic in, in the outcome. Like if you're going, if you're going to have something that seems untouchable, then have a definite defined plan and steps of how you're going to get there. Yeah, I agree. Especially if we're using money, you know, because a lot of people, they have, they don't have a good relationship with money to begin with. And so to me, that screams sabotage right there. So Mm -hmm. if you're, you know, maybe they need a financial coach, maybe they need a business plan, maybe they need some of these things. And, and so they need to realize that like, okay, this is my goal. This is what I want. What's it going to take to get there? So part of the step might be hiring a financial coach, hiring an accountant, you know, those might be some things that they need to add into, you know, their goals to get that. And and it just depends what it is. If they're just starting out, obviously those aren't usually in the cards, but you know what? There's a lot of YouTube videos. There's a lot of books that you can get on Kindle for relatively inexpensive. Mm -hmm. Start learning then. 
You know what I mean? If you don't, if you don't have the money to afford a coach, then start doing what you can afford, you know? And if you're going to do nothing, guess what you're going to make? Nothing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, that's your plan because you didn't have a plan and you weren't definite, de defining, defining it and being specific. Well, you made the plan for you. Mm-hmm. I like uh, the point that you brought up about the relationship with money. That makes me think about, um, you know, some of the stuff that I have learned and coach about now. It's that um, blueprint. Are you familiar with the money blueprint in life? Yeah. Yes. That, you know, that blew me away because I had never really heard that until a few years ago. Yeah. And when I realized that I did have a, uh, a blueprint already preset. If you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, Oh, and you know, that just kind of goes with the whole concept of, um, Oh my gosh, what is that law? Uh, is, is it the law of reciprocity? Oh, what is the law I'm thinking of Holly? Oh. That might be it actually. You know, the one where until you can manage what you have, the universe won't bring you any more. Right. So it's, you know, the, the gratitude for what you already have. And I, and I see this over and over with, with a lot of people um, exp had personal experience with this at one point too, that, um, you know, until you can manage 10,000 or $50,000, you, the universe just says you cannot have more. And I don't know about you, but until I learned that I was doing the insanity, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I was like, oh, I can have more and this is what I'm going to do and I might make a plan. But um, in reality, I wasn't managing what I already had. So it was within the laws of the universe that said, you know what, until you figure this out, I'm not getting you any more. And that can go, you know, with some I am statements in your plan. You know, I am responsible with my money. I do good things with my money, you know, um, you know, always the, the old ones, money flows equal, easily and frequently. frequently. <laughs> yep. Money comes easily and frequently from expected and unexpected sources. Exactly. I love that statement, affirmation, declaration, yeah. uh, whatever it is that you've learned that terminology. I love the I am statements. And that's, you know, I don't know about you, but that's something that I have found has really helped me move my um, transformation along, you know, with the money and the health, because we can really switch this over to health and weight also, right? It all applies. And it's bottom lines. It's all mindset, really. You know, you go back to that and it's how we were raised, you know, like I, I, I wrote a chapter in a book of kind of a lot about what we're talking about. And, and it's just, it's what we know. It's like, I used examples like about money we were taught money doesn't grow on trees. Money is the root of all evil. Money is filthy, mm -hmm. you know? And, and when we talk about education, you must go to school to learn. You won't be smart if you don't go to school. Those are all just those scripts that were running in our head from childhood that our parents learned, that their parents taught them. And so at some point you have to break that. And that's where those I am statements can be so powerful because you, you need to ch change the belief systems to have what, what you want. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The conditioning and most people that I work with until we work 
really get to know each other and do some, uh, you know, deep dive exploring as to some of these challenges that are holding them back. Most people don't realize how much conditioning has happened to us in our lifetime. Oh, you're not kidding. <laughs> I realize more every day. <laughs> right. Oh, do share. Share with us one of your ahas about conditioning. Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> this must be good. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. But, you know, I, I was raised, you know, Mormon. And so our family, we were pretty naive. And like, I was raised never knowing we had money. Like I was raised with a lot of money. I never knew it, which I'm grateful for now because I feel like I never been a money snob. I had a job since I was 12 years old and earned everything I had. And I know this is going for money, but keep in mind as you're listening, mm -hmm. everybody, that this would apply for anything, you know? So my dad always, you know, he made us work and stuff, but here I am thinking we didn't have money. And I look back and think of all the materialistic because my dad was very materialistic things we had and just thought that was like a normal way of life. You know, thought you just get a brand new truck every year and you have a motorhome and a boat and snowmobiles. I, I just thought that was like normal. I didn't think it was because we were rich. So that was the mindset. My dad never, but it wasn't our money, right? Even though it was in our family, it wasn't ours. And so it's just interesting how, um, even I didn't have lack, you know, and I never went out without food and all that. Like you hear horrible stories, you know, so it was, but it still was a different mindset. I was taught that you have to earn everything you get. Well, why you have to work hard for everything you get? Why, why do I have to work hard? Why can't, why can't I just learn what I know and create something fabulous out of it and get residual income from it? People do it every day. Mm -hmm. Why can't I do that? Why do I have to go get a job? Or why do I, why does I have to count on somebody else to pay me to be able to have something I want? That it's the mindset. It's shifting that going, I don't have to count on anybody mm -hmm. except myself because right. it is up to you. Uh, yeah. It's funny. I'm listening to you and that's a lot of how I grew up too with, uh, you know, money doesn't grow on trees and you would ask for money and they go, what do I look like? Rockefeller and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, it's uh, from the time as early as I can remember, it was about, well, what are you going to be when you grow up and what college are you going to go to? And um, it, it was almost like my early college years were predetermined for me by the time I was in junior high. It's like, you are going to go to high school, you're going to take these courses, and then you're going to go to college, and then you're going to take these courses. And then when you graduate, I'm going to be able to get you a job with this company earning this much money. It's like my whole life was planned out. And yeah. the irony of it is the planning that was done does not fit my personality in any way, shape, or form. Amazing, isn't it? <laughs> you know, that, that path was going to stick me in a cubicle, um, not working with people, <laughs> mm -hmm. working with numbers of which neither one I do well with. And um, uh, can I just tell you this really funny story? Yeah. All right. So um, when I was about, I don't know, maybe 16-ish, I don't know, junior high, I was working for, uh, with my uncles who had a motor parts store. And, you know, this is back in the 80s before we had all the computers and everything was done by hand, right? And typewriters and calculators. Right. So I had to do a lot of filing and work with numbers and uh, as a teenager, you know, we all have good days and bad days. And on the good days, man, I'd get my filing done and 
really not too many mistakes in the days that I had bad days. I was all over the place. My aunt would come in and check my stuff and there was nothing done right. And I kind of realized at that point in time that uh, I always make a joke like two plus two for me is sometimes 22. So <laughs> like, I learned really early that don't, don't ask me to do finances and don't ask me to sit in a, in a cubicle and don't ask me to do that kind of business because um, I am destined to fail if you do that to me. <laughs> oh, well, and that goes to, you know, where I do personality profiling. So I know that there's a lot of, you know, probably parents listening to this. And mm -hmm. what I would say is have some basic personality, A or some uh, test done on your child and realize they might not have the same personality as you. So what you're creating for them and planning for them, like you just made a perfect example of it, was not in the cards for them, you know, or isn't in the cards for them. So don't make a life plan for your child. Find out what it is. You know, find out what their personality style is. Maybe they should be an accountant because they are a numbers person and they're very detail oriented. Mm -hmm. But you put the little happy go lucky party fun class clown type kid in a room and tell them to sit there and deal with numbers all day. You're going to have them in the loony bin. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know? And so I think, you know, we create that for our children which is the biggest injustice we can do for them. Yeah, it's all good yeah. intentions. You're right. Yes, we, we have the best intentions. And again, this is just kind of um, enlightening people to different perspectives because, mm -hmm. again, going back, this is how we've been conditioned. We do this because this is what we were taught and from this generation to that generation. And it's really time for this current period of time that we're in is to wake up smell the coffee <laughs> and it's okay to do something different just because you know your mama didn't teach you that way or you didn't grow up that way doesn't mean it's wrong right and I think a lot of us are just afraid to make those changes because we have that fear fear of the unknown um, and that fear probably goes into fear of failure fear of what other people are going to think and oh my gosh so much other stuff <laughs> Yeah, it does. I mean, and it all goes back to how we were conditioned as children. So, you know, you think about how many years did it take to condition yourself as a child to be who you are today? Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to be something different, mm -hmm. it might take a few years. <laughs> so that can't be something on your 2018 list to change your whole personality style and what you want and all your aspirations in life in one year. That's, that's my point. Don't sabotage yourself. Give yourself time. Give yourself small, obtainable goals. Yeah, you just made me think of some of the stuff I, um, I have in my boot camp. And if I'm not mistaken, I think one of the phrases I use in one of the modules is, you know what, you didn't get here overnight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's not going to change overnight. So allow yourself the opportunity to grow, to be aware, to understand, to disassociate and to reprogram. It all takes time. Give yourself permission. That's right. Give yourself permission to be open the boss of you. Yeah. Let it happen. There's another programming. <laughs> You're not the boss of me. <laughs> Me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And that the, um, 
the the other goals, just to kind of bring it back right for for a moment, are those health and um, fitness goals, right? Health, weight loss. Um, now, one of the I don't know if you've ever heard this. I'm guessing you have. I was in a class one time, and they were talking about uh, the verbal, the language that we speak to ourselves, right? The that kind of stuff that we do, and the terminology that we use, especially here in the U S is I'm going to, I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to lose 50 pounds. I want to lose this. I want to lose that. And in reality, that's a sabotage right there. Because if you um, think about it, if you lose $20 or $50 or a hundred dollars, are you okay with that? Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Let me, all right. What happens when you lose your phone? We freak out. What, hap what happens when you lose your car keys? We freak out. <laughs> but what do you want to do? Are you okay losing them or what do you go and try to do? Well, some people just blame everybody else for everything. <laughs> yeah, but if you, if you lose your car keys, what, what is the next thing that you attempt to do? Look you, for them. Yeah, you look for it. You try to find it, right? Yeah. And if you lose your $20 bill or your $50 or $100 bill, you go out and try to find it, don't you? Yep. <laughs> So if you're trying to lose 20, 30, 50 pounds, and even if you start to work on that and you've lost some of it, what do you think is actually subconsciously going to happen? Because you're looking to find it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to lose weight, but your subconscious goes, yeah, but I'm going to find it now. So, yep. <laughs> so it's that verbal conditioning that we've done as well. So one of the things that um, I know for myself is to really start being aware of what am I saying to myself? Right? Yeah. What are the words that I'm using to set these new year goals so I don't sabotage myself and I don't go back into those um, non-supportive habits? Right. So what are, I would love for us to d divulge maybe part of a goal that you're working on because do you have something that you'd like to share? Because mm. I know I do. No. <laughs> Weight's always on mine, and, and now that I'm, you know, 50, <laughs> um, 50 wonderful years, not, I'm not 51, I'm just 50, <laughs> clarify that, but right. 50 wonderful, um, you know, it's, it makes it more of a challenge, and so my goals need to be a little bit different than maybe before, and my how needs to be different before, because, you know, when we're younger, I mean, gosh, I, I didn't have to even hardly work at it at all and my weight would come off. And as you get older, that's more challenging and you're not as active. And so always, you know, when we're talking, um, I always have money goals, always some, some kind. Now I'm creating, I have, I've kind of held off on mine for this year um, because I have a mastermind I'm going to in a couple of weeks. And so we're really focusing and diving in and vision boarding and all that. And so um, you know, I have ideas and I have things written down, but, um, I've got a huge list this year of what I want to accomplish and, and you need to write them down. People really need, you know, you think you can remember, but just grab your phone and put it in your notes. I just talk, text it in my notes mm -hmm. and I've lost a few because I've put them in different emails accidentally. So I did figure that out that Gmail notes um, have each account has their own notes. So when I thought I've lost stuff, I found it and I'm like, that's where that went. And you know, excellent. Yeah. 
just a little side note tip recently that I've discovered. I woke up sick. You know, I've had this cold. I woke up sick in the other night and I started getting all these brainstorming ideas and I'm like, sweet, I got to So I was typing and talk texting, hoping I wasn't waking my husband up while I'm laying in bed, getting all these ideas. And that's what happened. It ended up being in one of my other accounts. And so I went to go put it on paper and I was like, you got to be kidding me. Was I that sick that it didn't even save? Or what's going on? <laughs> so that, that makes me think of something. Um, I, I had a conversation with somebody the other day and it was hysterical. Actually, we were talking about when we have these ideas, right? Mm -hmm. And our best ideas come to us usually at two different times of the day in the shower and at night when we're trying to go to sleep, right? Right. And you just answered the one thing that a lot of people say, well, how do you, how do you get this out of your head and how do you follow up with it? Uh, talk text. Yes. Um, it's one of my favorite parts of technology because technology and I are making friends every single day, as you've heard me say before. Oh, series evil sometimes. Uh, but you know what? What do you do when you are in the shower and you have a gazillion ideas just exploding, right? And by the time, has this, I don't know, maybe I'm just talking for myself. By the time I get out of the shower, I can only remember half of them. And by the time I can find my pen, paper, phone, or computer, I get writer's block. And then I go, ah! <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, um, so I saw my girlfriend the other day, and we were chatting about, so what to do? How do you have these explosive ideas in the shower and not lose them. So you want to hear what we came up with? Yeah, I'd love to hear what you came up with. <laughs> well, it's great. I said to her now, she has a, she has a very, a young daughter, uh, I don't know, about a year and a half maybe. And I said, I bet your daughter already has this tool. And she goes, what? And I said, yeah, bathtub crayons. Awesome. <laughs> That's perfect. Bathtub crayons for adults, you know. Oh. So we, I said to her originally, I go, I just need like this waterproof whiteboard. And then I was like, oh, bathtub crayons. I can just I write on the shower wall all my thoughts. I just write them down when I get out. Then I can just kind of copy and paste, if you will. <laughs> I love it. Yep. Don't you love it? So I'm going to you know, have a, a link on my website, I think, for bathtub crayons, because this is my ultimate idea for all of us entrepreneurs who have these phenomenal ideas in the shower, and you lose them or get you know, writer's block by the time you get to your source to write it down. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, what's she going to come up with? Because I'm thinking about getting one of those, you know, the sticky um, cell phone holder cases that you can put on any any surface and it sticks. So I'm thinking putting it on your shower wall on the outside and then you just lean your head out and, and uh, talk text. It in there. <laughs> yeah. We need to have some kind of waterproof system because really, isn't that the truth though? You in the shower and then like you said at night and we just need to figure out a way to contain these. Yes. But to, because, Oh wow. I was looking at our time. I don't want to make our call really long today, but I love these ideas and strategizing. But the one thing I was sharing with uh, my Facebook group is concepts from this think and grow rich from Napoleon Hill. Um, have you read that book? Yes. Okay. I love the book, but my favorite version that I'm going back to is the everyday version, the 365 days of success. Have you read that one? Oh, I, remind me again, because it's been a while. Well, it's broken down exactly in 365 days. <laughs> and yeah, like it's just like a little statement or a chapter every single day. So again, it's January. And because I started this on January for my part of my New Year's 
I don't like to say resolutions, but some of the new things that I want to incorporate for the year, I went back to this book. And if it's okay, I'd like to kind of just kind of close our time up going back to the money. And within this book, it really talks about um, your statement. And one of the first things that we have to do, uh, besides all the things that you and I talked about, having a goal specific and date, is to have that burning desire and that big why, right? It's got to incorporate, like I said last week, a part of you in something bigger. And one of the first pages within the book, I'll just read this to you. And for anybody listening, you might want to write this down. It's a almost like that I am statement, that declaration. And it says, my statement of desire, the exact amount of money I desire is fill in the blank. I intend to give blank in return for the money I desire. So in other words, just like I talked about last week, it's got to be bigger than you. So what are you going to give, whether it be service, product, right? Right. In order to receive this money. And the definite date I intend to possess this money is by, just like you had mentioned, make a specific date. And my definite plan of action is enlist at least three things. You want to sign it and date it. Mm-hmm. Read this statement of desire, your money desire statement, at least twice a day, if not three times a day. And it, you know, it really goes into, um, it's got to be a burning desire. And although this is uh, revolving around money, the same can go true with your health, right? And why do you desire to be uh, 20 pounds lighter? (laughs) Don't lose 20 pounds. Be 20 pounds lighter. Why? What's the benefit of it to you? And how will it benefit others? And for think about um, moms and dads. You know, if you have, if you're a mom and a, or a dad, and your health goal is to be in better shape, yes, it's going to benefit you. It's going to benefit you know me personally. But if I'm not 20 pounds lighter or my 50 pounds lighter, what's likely to happen? How is this going to impact my family? Well, I'm at a higher risk of cholesterol and a heart attack, and you know, bad things happening. So if I'm you know less lighter weight and my um, health is improved, it's going to benefit my family because I could extend my life. Right. Right. Um, So that burning desire just for me really kind of hit home going, all right, so I have a goal, but why do I have this goal? What do you Mm, think? I love it. No, I love it. I would, I would say if you're a woman, get your favorite color of lipstick when you sign that declaration, man, you kiss it and seal it with a kiss. Oh, I love that. Seal it with a kiss because it's intentional. I love it. So, oh my gosh, Holly, thank you so much. I always love just chatting with you and um, brainstorming about you know things that we're working on. And for all my listeners, I really just hope that you enjoyed this time with uh, myself and Holly Porter. She is the, um, Holly, tell me again the name of your business. The Image Designers the image designers. And of course you can always find Holly's link on the site. Um, Everybody happy new year and check it out next week. We hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening. Thank you.